0: You're in the middle of a late night social media scroll and you notice that your feed is showing you video after video of women who are doing things with their friends. Picnics, target runs, book clubs. And on nearly every video, you find yourself tagging your bestie, sending her ideas of activities that likely will never materialize because you've been long distance friends for over two years now. And it's surprisingly really hard. Sometimes sending memes doesn't feel like enough. And while You hate to admit it, you notice a bit of distancing happening as well. On this episode of the Friend Forward podcast, we'll share mindset shifts and strategies that you can use to help keep these friendships strong, because your girl is worth the effort. One, two, three, four. Welcome to the Friend Forward podcast, powered by BetterFemaleFriendships.com. I'm Danielle Bayer Jackson, a friendship coach, educator, and author of the upcoming book, Fighting for Our Friendships. And it's my job to share the science of women's conflict and connection. So when it comes to the joys, complexities, and misconceptions surrounding these kinds of relationships, I am here to help you through it. In an increasingly mobile world, we should almost expect that long-distance friendships become a little more prominent, right? With being able to work hybrid and remote. People have more incentive to move. They can work from anywhere, so why not move? And this can make it more difficult to sustain friendships. And I feel like I'm coming across more women who say, most of my friendships are long distance, right? So how do we keep those going? I want to share with you a couple things that you can try to do, some tangible, some a little more conceptual, requiring a mindset shift to help you hold on to friendships that you say offer value to your life despite the barrier of distance. So here we go. The first thing I would encourage you to do is to say the quiet part out loud. What are you feeling regarding the distance between you and your friend? Are you fearful? Anxious. Are you feeling disconnected? Are you worried as you see her engage new women and you're wondering about falling behind? No, doesn't make you petty or childish. That's normal. Okay. How can you make it plain? Because things tend to fester in silence and we also deprive our friend of all the data that she needs to know how to make things better. But yes, I know that can feel awkward. And here's why I've noticed this. It almost feels normal in every other context to have a conversation about the relationship right if you're talking to a romantic partner it's normal to be like you know how am i doing or i need more this or i wish we communicated better or we need more date nights right so it's normal to talk about the relationship even in a professional capacity i mean y'all have scheduled performance reviews a dedicated time to talk about how are things going here what's my progress let's check in right for some of us we feel comfortable talking to our parents about our upbringing you know, mom, I feel like our relationship is like this because you used to do this when I was young and every other context. But if we subscribe secretly, if we subscribe to the idea that friendship should be easy, it should just flow, right? And if there's conflict or tension, then some of us take that as evidence of our incompatibility, right? But if we see friendship as something that should just unfold naturally as a sign of our chemistry, then it feels weird to talk about the friendship because there would be no need, right? Right. So how can you start to tell yourself, no, it's okay. I give myself permission to say, hey, I'm nervous with you, you know, making your move across town. Like, how are we going to keep in touch? I, I don't want us to get disconnected, right? Or if your friend has already moved, like, I feel anxious about you being away because I I don't know when I'm going to see you again. I don't know when I'm going to be able to, to fly out again to connect with you. But, you know, it's important to me that, you know, we stay connected in the meantime. Okay. give yourself permission to express how you feel and to say the quiet part out loud. The second thing that could be helpful is introducing a friendship ritual. Now, we've talked about this a couple of times on the show as one of the strategies to combat feelings of having a lack of time in your friendship, a lack of time to get together right? So we've talked about it in that context, but it's also helpful here. Here's why. A friendship ritual, even though it might sound corny by name, it's essentially a concept where we dedicate a reoccurring time to seeing one another. This helps in two ways. One, it removes the constant mental labor of trying to calculate our schedules, our availability. It also removes that tension between is it my turn to initiate because she initiated last time. Remove all that mental labor If we know we're going to see each other on FaceTime, every Friday morning at 10 for 30 minutes, that's our thing. That's what we do. It kind of helps us to clock more hours together with greater ease. It also adds another layer of security to the friendship because we know despite the madness and chaos of everyday life, despite everything else getting interrupted in disarray, I know I'm going to see you. Despite what happens, I know I'm going to see you. So figure out the rhythm that feels best to y'all. Is it a weekly thing? Is it a first of the month kind of thing? It can be playful. Maybe you guys watch Housewives and you discuss afterwards. I mean, whatever it is, but having something that's y'all's thing brings you closer and it keeps you connected. A third thing I would encourage you to do is stop comparing your friendship to the before times. We're in a new season. Give yourself grace for the fact that you've never done this before. Y'all have never been friends like this, right? So if it's new to you, instead of being wrapped up into how things are different and they'll never be like they were before. And you're letting your memories drift into, you know, the ease of the past and being able to walk over to our house. Well, things are different now, but does our grip on the before times delay our ability to adapt to our current circumstances? I often see people joke on social media about, you know, being in season three of their lives or of their favorite show, right? And so it's almost like see your friendship as being in season four, right? If it were a TV show, it's season four and it looks different in season four, right? So how can I adapt to how things look now? That's one way to kind of come to an acceptance of the new terms. And one way to offset that is to try something new. Instead of again, reminiscing about what y'all used to do and your weekly, you know, Saturday brunches. Well, we don't have access to that anymore, but instead of lamenting how things have changed, how can we say, you know what? We have both always wanted to try a cooking class. Can we stay connected by, you know, cooking through a cookbook? I've seen a couple of videos of this on social media. I'll have us drop it in the show notes. If you want to check it out, I recently saw a TikTok of some girls who said that they have chosen to cook through a cookbook together. I'm like, that is brilliant. I love that idea. Okay, especially things that remove the mental labor of figuring out what should we do, right? So maybe every Saturday or every other week, you guys cook the next recipe together and you hop on a FaceTime and eat it together, but it's something new. That way we have something to look forward to in this new season of our friendship instead of constantly wishing things went back to how they were before, okay? And finally, I would encourage you to act on your feelings. I'll tell you, I had a long distance friendship a few years ago. And despite being very fond of one another and knowing all each other's business and all the things, it gradually faded out. And if I could do things differently, I would act on a feeling. I would see things that reminded me of her or I would think to myself like, oh God, I should call her. And I wouldn't because we subconsciously were resting on our laurels. We were resting on the fact that we're so close, we don't need to do all that. Or she knows how I feel. I don't need to take the time to say it. Or, you know, a phone call for a birthday will be enough. I don't need to actually go and do a whole thing. I mean, we're so close. Like, do we need to do all that after all this time? But I wonder sometimes if I were to act more on those promptings, those ideas, those moments where she was top of mind, if I acted on them, how it might've preserved that friendship. If we're just keeping it real. There is tons of research. And again, I'll drop some links to various studies so you can check it out yourself. Over the past more than a decade, I've seen various studies that examine proximity and friendship, and they continue to come to the same conclusion. We are more likely to make friends with people who are in physical proximity to us, despite having different interests, just because they're there and they're a person to share experiences with, right? That's why we so often befriend our coworkers, because we see them all the time. That's why you befriended your classmates, because you saw them all the time right the reason i say that is because it's so easy to fall into step with people who are close who we see all the time that's been measured in various ways over the span of a couple decades of research on proximity and friendship i bring it up not to discourage you but to highlight the point that it will take extra effort especially for women when there's some research that shows or suggests that you know men tend to qualify their best friendships by duration the person they've known the longest Women might qualify it by the person who knows the most about them. And sometimes we stop sharing and connecting when we're in long distance friendships. Because again, we're like, she knows how I feel. Like that's my girl, I don't need to do all that. But what are some ways I can keep her connected and updated with the developments of my life? How can I act on the promptings, the feelings that I have to show tangible demonstrations of how much I care and value the friendship? It's not doing too much. This is how I show evidence of my intention about our relationship. As your new official friendship coach, here's your homework. Listen closely. I encourage you to think about ways you can actively promote closeness in your friendship. And how can you make it a part of the culture of the friendship? Instead of feeling like i got to constantly think of all these creative things to do every other week, how can you embed it as a culture in your friendship? One thing I want to offer you that I've seen work for a friend group before and I want to share it here. Could you have, if it's multiple people, a group chat or maybe just a text with your friend who's long distance? And can you guys make a rule that you drop in one picture every day? And can you grant permission to not have to provide a caption or an explanation? That's optional. But a picture every single day, you drop in the text. Sometimes no context needed. It is simple. It is a easy commitment. Sometimes it prompts funny stories. Sometimes it gives you an opportunity to invite her into something that was difficult today. But one picture a day is manageable by almost everyone. So I encourage you to ask her if she'd be down and do that. And y'all just try it, okay? If it feels like a tall order, you can say, hey, this month, or you know, as you go into the new year, hey, for the month of January, a picture every day, right? And maybe it's something that you guys keep up but it's worth trying. If you have ideas of things that help sustain long-distance friendships, I want to hear about it. Come talk to us over on Instagram at friendforward, or you know you can visit us 24-7 at betterfemalefriendships.com. Until then, you know that I'll be right here rooting for you always on your ongoing journey toward better female friendships. Until next time.